Hi, everybody. This is Wintry. This is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only podcast dedicated toward fantasy wrestling. If you are a first-time listener, basically what I do is on this podcast is I compare WWE television, Raw, SmackDown, and Pay-Per-View, and I compare it to playing fantasy sports. What I do is I basically tell you who to start, who to sit. I also give you information of who had a good week in terms of fantasy and who had a bad week in terms of fantasy. I also tell you what you should have paid attention to for storyline-wise. That might not have to do directly with the week that just ended, but kind of long-term storyline-wise that could affect you for fantasy. And I like to end it with the fantasy wrestling stat of the week. Remember, if you have any fantasy wrestling questions, you can hit me up on Twitter at Mike at Real Wintry. That is my Twitter account. Um, before I forget, I just want to tell you guys, um, next week's podcast is going to be, uh, since Survivor Series is on Saturday, it's going to be sometime late next Sunday uh, to get you ready for next week's predictions. But any predictions or anything I have to talk about will include this week's Survivor Series slash War Games that's coming up. So. Without further ado, let's go over the three things we learned during the week. Uh, like I said, they might not have to do with matches, but kind of three things you should have paid attention to. Uh, number three is Becky Lynch is joining the uh, Bianca Belair face, uh, which is good guy tag team. Not tag team, but the tag team team uh, for War Games. She's also joining uh, Shotzi and Charlotte. Um, they're going against Damage Control. There was really no point of Becky Lynch joining this team. They're just shorthanded. I'm going to talk about the the rest of the no help that this team had and options for the SmackDown roster for women's. But it was just I, I don't understand the purpose of Becky Lynch joining this team at all. Uh, number two is it looks like Bailey's going to be on. Speaking of damage control, it looks like Bailey's going to be kicked out of damage control. Um, the rest of Damage Control had some inside jokes uh, that Bailey didn't really know what was going on. Uh, Dakota Kai kind of saved her from the embarrassment, but I think they're delaying the inevitable, inevitable of kicking Bailey out. Um, so just a little side side note: Bailey was great in the creation of this this faction. She did a great thing. Is, is they're up and coming wrestlers. And she basically got to where they're elevated enough and then they don't need her anymore. That is a great job, great professional job that Bailey did. And she knew her job and she did exactly the way she had to. But she's going to get kicked out. It's just a matter of when. And uh, the number one thing we learned during the week is that uh, Santos Escobar is now a full-blown heel. He kind of did his speech about how he blames everybody. Um, for the LWO, he blames uh, Carlito for helping out Ray. It doesn't need you don't need to know the details. I think Santos Escobar is a better heel than face. Anyways, I'm actually going to talk about this numerous times on the sh- on the podcast. Um, he's not going to win a title anytime soon, but he is separated in the uh, rest of the LWO who weren't really going anywhere, and him being in his own direction actually helps out. The character and it actually helps them out for uh, fantasy wrestling wise. Uh, so let's go into our top three fantasy studs of the week. These are wrestlers that had a good week in terms of fantasy, either Fred points or who they beat or whatever. Uh, number three is Ludwig Kaiser beat Champa. Listen, that's just, it just counts as a regular match. 
It's just most leagues will be count five points for a win. But I'm actually going to talk about how Ludwig Kaiser is actually underrated as a single wrestler if fantasy-wise in a few minutes. But going into the match, I thought for sure that Ciampa would win. Um, but that didn't happen. Kaiser, as much as I hate Kaiser, he actually wins a lot in singles. And he's super underrated. He's better actually as a singles wrestler and as a tag team wrestler. And I'll show that in a, a few minutes. But I, I still... Going into this match without looking at stats, you would think this would be an upset, but it actually wasn't. But that's why I gave Loser Ludwig Kaiser his props as my number three fantasy stud of the week. Uh, the number two fantasy stud of the week is the Street Profits. They won a triple threat match against the Brawling Brutes and Pretty Deadly. Uh, they get to fight Judgment Day this upcoming week um, for the tag team titles. You knew it was going to happen that Street Profits would eventually get their tag team title shots. This is going to be a phenomenal match. I'm not going to talk about who I think was going to win that because I'll talk about that in a little bit. But this, this should not be a free. It should not be a SmackDown match or a Raw match, however you want to go about it. It should be a pay-per-view match. But since the Judgment Day is kind of busy, they're busy with their own thing. They don't need to have that two matches in a row. But it's just Street Profits are probably getting their due. As a heel tag team, as the number one heel tag team, not a stable or anything, but now they're going to see how good they are if they finally get their crack at the title with Bobby Lashley, which I think they're going to eventually get. And the number one um, fantasy studs of the week, speaking of Judge Day, is Priest and Baylor successfully defending their tag titles against Cody and Jay Uso. Uh, Jay Uso and Cody Rose are not going to get the titles anymore, any more chances or anytime soon, so don't worry about them. And Priest and Baylor, uh, they're not going to – I think their time is limited of how much longer Judgment Day is going to have to take titles. Priest has to make a decision when he's going to cash in the money in the bank. He doesn't really have to, but it, it looks better if he doesn't have to take titles laying them down. But as of right now, i got Priest and Baylor as my number one fantasy studs of the week just because they had a successful tag team title offense. Okay. If you have fantasy studs, you have to have duds. These are wrestlers that had a bad week in terms of fantasy. Either they lost when they were favored or just some other reason why, you know, my own discretion of why they were a fantasy done. Uh, number three is Axiom, debuted on the main roster on SmackDown, but he went against Dragon Lee. Listen, it was a good match, but you can't keep calling these guys up and having them lose their first match. I understand you brought them up against Dragon Lee. I know you wanted to showcase them. Cruiserweight match, high flying, all that fun stuff. But you basically, why would you do this for Dragon Lee in that you want to show credibility, but he's fought Cedric Alexander twice and now a debut guy from NXT. Have Dragon Lee fight somebody. And Axiom, you can't lose your debut match. I don't care who it's against. Have him fight somebody. Oh, it just aggravates me. Why would you have Axiom lose in his debut match? Okay, sorry about that. I'll just talk about that forever. I don't want to. But I actually is my number three fantasy dud of the week. Uh, number two, for, for let me backtrack a second before I go to number two. I don't have a lot of hopes of Axiom actually doing anything on the main roster. He's not going to win any mid level titles. I don't think he's going to win the tag titles. I can't see that any happen. Axiom is there to fill in space. And as much as he looks nice fantasy wise, I stay away from Axiom. But sorry, I digress. Okay. Number two fantasy dud is Zia Lee. <sighs> 
she won by ref stoppage the show against Indy Hartwell to show how powerful one of her kicks is. And now she's actually going to get her match against Becky Lynch. You have to show credibility for wrestler. And as much as they want to build credibility for Zaylee, she has to win a match. I can understand, oh, you knock out somebody. Fine, but that doesn't show that you can win a match when it matters. Anybody could dodge the knockout punch. But when it actually comes to wrestling, you've got to show that you can win a match. And Zia Lee hasn't done that since she came back as whatever it is, the, the super heel that knocks people out. You have to show that you can win a match when it matters and grind out a win, which she has not done. I understand you won, but it's just in the long term, it doesn't help your character when you can't win something that matters. By winning by a non-knockout answer, if that makes sense. For fantasy-wise, the knockout punch is nice, or knockout kick, or super kick, whatever you call it is. It's nice, but not too many wrestlers are going to let you do that, and you have to grind out wins, which she has not done. And the number one fantasy dud of the week is the LWO's version of Del Toro and Wild. Oh, okay, basically, they're the tag team of the LWO, and uh, Santos Escobar called them out. He beat them both down, single-handedly. They're supposed to be a tag team. They're supposed to be united. They're supposed to put up a decent fight. He beat them both down. I understand you wanted to beat Santos Escobar. You wanted to build him up, show him as a legitimate bad guy. Fine. Whatever. Have them beat one at a time. Call one guy out at a time. They're, they're the tag team. They're supposed to double team him. They're supposed to put up a fight. They got beat down in like 30 seconds. Oh, I, I just, they have no credibility as a tag team. I understand. I, I, I'm sorry. For fantasy wise, I stay away from them. They're not worth anything. There's matches where they should have fought and said they didn't, when they didn't fight, it was Santos Escobar, Rey Mysterio, or Carlito, and Santos Escobar, Rey Mysterio, whatever. There's matches that they should have been in, they weren't in. They have no credibility. Stay away from the LWO tag team of Del Toro and Wild. Okay, sorry about that. I ramble on. Okay, so let's get into last week's starts and sits. Um, I gave you two starts and two sits. Let's go. Let's see how my predictions were. I said to start Nia Jax. Um, I said she was going to have a match, singles match. She did not do um, have any match at all. So I was correct. I, that was just an incorrect pick, I guess. Um, I said to start Nakamura, he won against Otis. It looks like he's probably going to fight Chad Gable next. Um, you know, I, I was correct that Nakamura, he wasn't going to lose to Otis. Um, I said to sit Ricochet, I said he was going to get punished for kind of screwing up the match with Ivar, uh, the four-way match uh, that Miz technically won, and I think he's going to get weak punishment, um, and he did, so he did not have a match, so I was correct with Sid Ricochet. And... I said this at the tag team of Chance and Carter. I said they're a good tag team, but they only show up in tag team matches or Battle Royals. I was correct. They did not have a match. So Nia Jax was no match. Nakamura, I was correct on a win. Ricochet, no match. I was correct on. And Carter Chance, no match. I guess I was correct on that too. Let's go into this week's starts and sits. Um, all these predictions include Raw, SmackDown, and the Survivor Series Deadly Games. Um, whatever it's called, whatever the Survivor Series is called. I know it's got a tagline. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But it, it, they include the Survivor Series pay-per-view. Um, one, I'm going to start 
uh, the Bianca Belair team, um, Charlotte Flair team, Io Sh- um, uh, Shotzi and Becky Lynch starting against Damage Control. I think this is the match that Damage Control loses and then kicks Bailey out of the group. I am going to start um, also in the pay-per-view. I'm going to start Santos Escobar against Carlito. I think Santos Escobar needs this win more than Carlito does. Carlito does, does need to be in this match at all, but they're having this to showcase how good Santos Escobar could be by himself. So I think he's going to beat Carl, uh, uh, Carlito on the pay-per-view, so I'm going to start Santos Escobar. Um, I'm also going to sit Zoe Stark. She's going to get through Ripley. Yeah, she's not going to win that match. As much as you think Zoe Stark might put up a battle, she might, but she's not going to lose a Ripley um, for the title. And also for the title, I'm going to sit the Miz against Gunther. This is going to actually be a great match, I think. Super underrated. Miz can put out a show. Gunther can put up... Uh, put on a good show, but The Miz is not going to win this. So I'm going to sit The Miz. So really quickly recap it. I'm going to start Bianca Belair's team. Um, I'm going to uh, start Santos Escobar. I'm going to sit Zoe Stark, and I'm going to sit The Miz. As for the fantasy wrestling stat of the week, that sets the day after WrestleMania, because that's kind of what I like to go by for starting a new season for fantasy, Ludwig Kaiser, which I talk about all the time. I don't talk about I don't want to talk about Kuzer, but let's talk about Lucid Kaiser, Kaiser for a second. He is two and five in tag matches. You know, two and two. Um, this is the kind of record you would expect as um, a tag team, but as body not bodyguards, but protectors of a champion. You know, they're in matches, um, but he doesn't win. But he wins just enough to kind of just toy with the idea that they're legitimate. That's what I expect out of him. But with his win on Monday Night Raw, he is now four and four in singles matches. This this set blows my mind that he wins as often as he loses in singles. Um, he's not somebody that you would say, "Hey, I expect him to win this match," but he wins matches all the time in singles. He could be the most underrated wrestler in singles, um, just because of how often he fights. And he wins, and he's a tag team specialist. So, anyways, that's just my shock of Ludwig Kaiser's record as singles record and the tag team record since the day for WrestleMania. Anyways, that's it for this week for Fantasy Wrestling Talk. I hope you guys enjoy the holiday. I'm kind of, I'm kind of sick right now, so I had to go through this pretty quick. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the holiday. I um, hope you guys enjoy the uh, Zaylee Becky Lynch match on Monday Night Raw. I don't see Zaylee win this match, and. I hope you guys enjoy the Street Profits first Judgment Day. Listen, I don't know why this match is on regular TV, just because I think Judgment Day has a match already on the pay-per-view. This is going to be a phenomenal match. I'm not picking a winner. I want Street Profits to win. Just going to get the tag titles off Judgment Day for a little bit. It makes more sense. But um, remember, if you have any questions, you can hit me up, hit me up at Mike at Real Wintry. And second, up, and uh, also, thank you for listening. And just remember, you can't spell Wintry without WLN. Thank you for listening. And uh, enjoy the holiday. Thank you. Bye.